Oh, I've got brain freeze. <laughs> it's awful, that, isn't it? Yeah. Not as bad as when you have a, you know, the old slush puppies. Mm. Oh, they're the worst. Used to get them from sports centres. Oh, it's like the, the temples, isn't it? Mm. Welcome along to You Have Been Watching with Luke and Elliot, the podcast that invites a different guest each episode to choose some of their favourite telly shows. They'll be asked to pick four separate shows from each of our categories and a couple of bonus choices as well. Why? Because they've won our made-up competition to spend a weekend away at a luxurious travel lodge in the heart of Preston. Ni hao. Hello! I enjoyed the jazz hands. That was probably the most theatrical you've ever done, that introduction. <laughs> and it was only take three today, because I spat on the other two. <laughs> well, it's nice to be here, isn't it? It is. We are in uh, an airport in Madrid at the moment. We're on our way back uh, from our holiday. Have you had a nice week? Yes, didn't we have a lovely time? We did have a lovely time. We went to uh, the Disney Pixar experience in Madrid. Uh, you may have seen it on TikTok, on Instagram. It was cool, wasn't it? It is exactly what it says on the tin. It's like recreated Disney locations. Uh, Andy's house was, uh, yeah. Andy's room, I should say, from Toy Story, was unreal. You're like tiny toy version and everything else is giant, isn't it? And you're six foot two. And you felt really small. <laughs> I am uh, the average height uh, of a Ghanaian woman. <laughs> As in like a Ghanaian woman. Oh, is it Ghanaian? I think so, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yes, correct. As in a woman from Ghana. And I'm average height for a Latvian woman. <laughs> oh, congrats. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's been lovely. It's been quite sunny. It's January, so, you know, we weren't expecting an absolute heat wave, but it's beautiful just to have a bit of different culture at yeah. the start of a new year. 16, 17 degrees. I'll take that. Good fun. Yeah, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Lots of lovely beer, lots of lovely food, a bit of paella. I know you don't love prawns, but yeah. it's to the nice thing. And the company weren't half bad either. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, uh, Well, today on the podcast, uh, we have got a, a good friend of mine. We've worked together uh, in the past. Uh, it is Alex Murphy, or Alex Murphy Klein, as uh, she now is, uh, married to uh, Paul Kleiny. Paul Klein or Kleiny? Uh, Klein. He's, he's Klein. Called, called Klein. Yes, isn't he? yes. With Woody and Kleiny on Facebook and Instagram. This and all is that. true. You may uh, know Alex Murphy from social media. If you know the world of TV, you may remember her from Dancing on Ice. Uh, she was one of the professional ice skaters. She's very good. She is very good. She's so good. I've seen her live many, many times skating. She is incredible. Uh, she won it twice, I think, from memory. Once, I believe. She won it once. No, no, she won it in Holland as well. Okay. You've got me there. Fair enough. <laughs> so that is two. You're, you're one right. in UK, one in Netherlands slash Holland. You're totally right. She's won it twice. Yeah, no, you're right. There I was just go. thinking of Joe Swash. I wasn't thinking of the uh, Dutch doctor I think she was paired with. Because <laughs> I too knew that. <laughs> <laughs> semi-final as well with a Brian McFadden and a semi-final with... Yeah, that was the um, year I worked with her Kevin on it. Saturday, you know, from Love Island. In my uh, TV, TV working years, we worked together on that. Uh, had some fun times. Yeah. It was great. A model as well. I think you've said that. I am, yeah. Presenter. <laughs> this is just you, isn't it? What you haven't done, though, is won a National Social Media Award twice. 
Uh, I think we were just pipped to the post on that one. Uh, she won it for uh, 820,000 followers on TikTok and 490 million views across all platforms in 2022. Mm. Nor have we won at the USFSA, the United States Figure Skating Association gold medal. No, we haven't. But my wedding is going to be covered by Hello Mag. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking forward to the day greatly. It's going to be a good one. But it would all be free, of course. I don't know how it works. You think, you think. I don't, I don't want I don't want to discuss what it's about because, you know, that's financials. Mm. But I have a feeling, you know, you might get a fondue free, at you least. So. You would hope so. Bare minimum. Right, what do we think she's going to go for then, predictions-wise, TV shows? I don't know. Alex, though, she's from the US. I will tell you if we get the US office, I'm walking. I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> this is. This, I'm not going to do any more. <laughs> I think we'll see a few US shows, actually. Uh, obviously, that's where she grew up, so surely her childhood choice is going to be from the US. I think so. I think so, definitely. And I do think 100% it'll be a US sitcom in that category for laughing. So just, just bear that in mind, OK, Chuck? Sweating could see a number of things. I know she likes her dramas, uh, but also could be a reality-based show. She's done a lot of reality shows, which I'm sure we're going to talk to her about as well. Get any juicy gossip there. Uh, But should be a good one. Really looking forward to this one. Do please uh, leave us a review and chuck us some stars uh, on the podcast. Really does help all those algorithms. And you can follow us on Instagram at Luke and Elliot Comedy and on TikTok at Luke and Elliot. We're competing with 490 million views across all platforms. So we've got a bit of catching up to do. Ooh, we're close. What are we on? Seven? Oh, let's not worry about it. <laughs> uh, so do sit back, relax, grab a pew and um, stout. <laughs> Just grab my pew and it really hurts. <laughs> grab a glass of mead and enjoy this You Have Been Watching with Luke and Elliot episode with Alex Murphy slash Alex Murphy Klein. So here on You Have Been Watching, we imagine that our special guest has won a weekend away to a hotel room in Preston, where all they can do is lie back and watch telly. They'll be choosing four of their favourite ever TV shows and we'll be hearing why they've chosen them and what it means to them. In and amongst all that, we'll also ask them which television personality they want to spend their weekend with and what they'd like to eat. Our guest today is a fun, fascinating figure skater by trade. It's the energetic, all smiles, American dream that is Alex Murphy. Hello, Alex. (laughs) Oh, what an intro. I love it. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for for coming with us to the Preston Travel Lodge. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And of course, you are now uh, Alex Murphy Klein or Alex Murphy, as we were just talking off air. He's a bit confusing, yet to be changed. You've just had a big deal. You've had a wedding. I did. I just got married. I'm officially married, so I'm officially a Klein. I'm Alex Murphy Klein. Um, But it's weird. I've never gone by my name yet. So this is, I guess, the first one. Oh, a debut. (laughs) This is the debut. (laughs) We've seen loads of videos, loads of photos. It looked like a movie. I'm sure you've been asked this many times, but was it the most magical day ever? Yeah. You know what? It's so funny because the lead up to the wedding, a lot of people say, oh, it's the best day of your life. It's this, that, and the other. And I'm almost like the anti-bride. I was really not interested in it. And I didn't want to do a bridal party. I didn't want any, like, I didn't want the pomp and circumstance around it. And because that was happening and I was hearing it from every every side, oh, it's the best day. It's so much pressure. You have to have it. I hated the planning process, but I hate to admit it now. It was the best day of my life. Everybody was right. And it's so annoying because I have to go, yep, I... I eat my words. It's It was the best day ever. We had so much fun. It felt like we were on a film set. 
I literally felt like, you know, I, I thought I was Holly Willoughby. Like every, there were cameras everywhere. It was fantastic. <laughs> Your engagement party last summer, that was in Boston, wasn't it? And I saw you doing something with like lobsters. Okay, so my engagement party, my parents are so sweet because they knew that I was doing, we were going to do the wedding over here in the UK. We actually planned a wedding in six months, which is just like horrible idea. Don't do it. Like give yourself a year. It's really stressful. But because we decided to do it so quickly, my parents were like, well, we know that Americans, most of your American family won't be able to come out. I have an extremely big Irish Catholic family and, you know, only a third of them could come. And so we threw this engagement party in my parents' backyard and it was so much fun. And all of Paul's family flew out and it was just like it was British themed in a way like they had pictures of the king. They had like you know, British flags on my lawn. And it was so ironic because it was actually 4th of July weekend, which is Independence Day <laughs> for the States. So my poor parents were like, people like beeping as they were going past their house because on the outside of their house, there's like a British flag and an American flag. And it said like, you know, the British are coming. Like It was really, really funny, but they did a great job with that in July. And then we actually had a, my cousin surprised me with a bridal shower because that's a big thing in the States. Like Hindus and bachelorettes aren't as big of a deal as the bridal shower. So we went actually lobster fishing. Like I went on a boat and I went lobstering. <laughs> did, you, did you catch many lobsters? Oh my God, we got like 20. And then we, this is terrible. Like I, I, I'm not a vegetarian. I do care about the planet and animals and things like that, but we caught them all and then ate them the next day at the party <laughs> and cooked them. What does lobster taste like? I've never had it. <gasps> Oh my gosh, it's like the best prawn you've ever had in your life. It's so delicious. And so it's a big thing that I grew up doing as a kid. We would go clamming and fishing and lobstering. And I had not ever been like on a proper lobster boat. I had gone on our, you know, on other people's boats and grabbed a few, but I hadn't really like done it myself. We have to claw them and do the whole thing. And so my cousin loves friends and she knew that there was that quote from friends where they say, you know, you found your lobster because lobsters mate for life. And she took me out lobster fishing. There was five of us. And then we caught all the lobsters, took them back, cooked them. And the next I had a surprise bridal shower. It was amazing. It was like the best trip ever, the very anti-bride bridal shower. <laughs> oh, that's so lovely. And talking of trips, <laughs> cool. you met your future husband, Kleine, of course, of Woody and Kleine, yeah. on Celebrity Coach Trip. Is that right? You must yeah. never, ever in your wildest dreams have thought, <laughs> I'm going to meet the man of my life forever on Celebrity Coach Trip. You know what's so funny is that show is definitely you're not supposed to meet someone like you're not it's not a love island. Um, and when we went on there, I remember saying to myself, this is so weird. I, I actually had a weird inkling in my head like the week before. And I was like, I'm single. I have a gut feeling a lot of people are going to be in couples. And me and, and Brienne went on the show and I was like, this, Brienne wasn't single at the time. And I was like, I've got feeling they're going to try to set me up with someone. This is going to be so cringe. And we got on the coach and sure enough, there was one single guy and it's Paul. And I was like, they're going to try to set us up. This is so weird. And then when I look back on it, I'm like, they didn't try to set us up at all. They, it was instant. Like we, we met and instantly it was so obvious that we liked each other. It was like, and here we are like four years later, married with a dog in a house. It's so bizarre. It was the weirdest thing ever. I, I always tell people, I'm like, I oddly like manifested that. I don't know how. <laughs> wow. A couple of millennial dinkwads, I believe you call yes. yourselves on social media, uh, which for anyone that doesn't understand, uh, stands for double income, no kids with a dog. Yeah, uh, that's us. <laughs> we are a couple of habunk wadboos, I believe, which is half income between us, no kids with a dog between us. I love it. <laughs> 
That's really it. beautiful. He want to be a dinkwad. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul asked you to be his girlfriend at the NTAs, I believe, which is very, very showbiz. Yeah. 2020? Yeah, it is. You know, it's so funny. That, and that's actually a great story. Nobody's ever asked me that before. So he asked me to be his girlfriend, but he didn't ask me. His agent did. No Which way. is so cringe. Like, you want to talk about embarrassing, like, stories? Like, now that we're married, I can out him. <laughs> it was, I think it was mid-February or something. You know, we were, the show had been going on, Dancing on Ice was on, and he was in LA, and we were kind of all over the place. He was working, I was working, and we officially, like, started dating in February. And then finally, it was like, well, we've been seeing each other on and off and, you know, flirting around the whole situation. And he, um, one of his agents came up to me, Russell, and we were at the, and we're literally sat at the NTAs. Again, this is totally serendipitous that happened. I was with ITV, he was with, YMU, which was James Grant at the time. And he texts me and he's like, I'm at the NTAs. And I was like, crazy, me too. Like, I was like, you know, we knew we were both going to be there, but I'm like, where are you seated? And he like takes a picture from where he is. And I take a picture from where I am. And then I walk into the boxes and we both are there taking pictures and we turn and look at each other. And there they, he was. So we were in the boxes next to each other. And we were like, well, that was weird. That was a weird night. So next thing I knew, I went into obviously their box and he was coming into our side and we were talking, you know, the Dancing on Ice people were meeting Paul for the first time. And I was meeting his like group of people for the first time. And one of his agents just said, why are you not boyfriend and girlfriend yet? And he was like, oh, and we both just got really awkward and really silent. And he, he was like, that'd be great if you were. <laughs> it's just, it was such an awkward conversation. And then, yeah, he was like, well, do you want to be? And I was like, yeah, that could be nice. That was it. Oh, it'd be great if you were. It'd be ideal for the social. <laughs> like, he was like, it'd be great if you guys were boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, we, we, this is great. Like, how convenient. And I was like, oh, yeah. So we didn't really confirm anything until I think nine months later. Like, we were like, do your thing. I'll do my thing type thing. That is absolutely incredible. It, it, you have manifested it in so many ways. Wow. Moving on to TV, you, you've done a, a lot of things, a lot of TV shows that people love. You did uh, Celebrity Pointless. I think that came out last <laughs> May. How did that yeah, go? Did. How did you find oh my yourself gosh. doing that? That was so much fun. I, I love British TV. I mean, like what, what person doesn't love British TV? And as an American, I love British TV so much. I think we just genuinely like... There's something amazing about British TV to me, game shows and all types of reality TV that you guys have that we don't have in America. And to go on Pointless was so cool, but I actually was invited on Pointless by Graziano. So Graziano sent me a message and was like, Al, I'm going on Pointless. I was thinking about you. I think you'd be great. I know I'm an Italian and you're an American. I know we don't fit, but let's do it together. And I was like, I'm in a hundred percent. Let's do it. So we had the best time because the two of us had done coach trip together as well. And we made like such good friends with everybody that was there. So we had a blast. We didn't do very well, but we did have a blast. <laughs> uh, you used to work as a jet ski chaser. Is is that the right term of phrase? What, what the crunk is that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You guys are too funny. You did your research, didn't you? Yes. Alex, I, we went through an entire best. year of your Instagram. <laughs> That is no joke. Oh my God, you must have been so bored. <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't getting paid. <laughs> we were, we um, so I was a jet ski chaser. This is so bizarre. When I was on cruise ships, I used to work. My dad actually taught me how to drive a jet ski when I was younger. Um, he had this thing that he wanted a jet ski and it could fit three people on it. So it was me, my mom and my dad. And he would teach me how to drive it. But once you turn 16, that's when you can legally drive it yourself. So by the time I was 16, my dad got rid of the jet ski. He was like, absolutely not. He was like, she cannot be driving it. She's reckless. So we never had one after that. But 
when I went to cruise ships, I was working there, I was 21, and they have this thing in Labadee, Haiti called jet, like jet ski chasing is a job. And it's normally a man's job. You need to be like tall and really, really strong. And you need to be able to drive a jet ski like extremely well because you're essentially a chaser to the jet ski instructor. So there's an instructor in the front. There'll be 10 guests in between that have paid, I don't know, however much to have a jet ski ride. And they ride through the corals and through the reefs of Labadee, Haiti. And then there's one person from the ship, the ship that docks there, that chases on the end. So if somebody falls off, you go and you pick them back up. If somebody, you know, like gets lost, you go and you race up next to them and you're like, no, 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 you have to go to the left because you'll hit the shallow ground or, you know, whatever. So anyways, I was actually the only girl one because it's a it's a male job and you have to audition for it. So they said to me, you know, you're not going to get the job. You're too little. Like you're five foot four. You have to be able to lift people like, you know, that are a lot bigger than you back into the jet ski if they fall off. And to be honest, it's normally saved for a man just not to be sexist, just because of physicality and like you're tiny. And so I went for my audition anyways. I was like, no, but they can't tell me I can't audition. I'm a really good driver. And they're like, mm, we'll see if you're a good driver. Like, you know, all the best. Um, and I went for my audition and I auditioned with two guys. And there was th- there were three people auditioning and two spots left. And it was very obvious that I wasn't going to get it. But I was like, you know what, whatever. I'll get a day out on a jet ski. I get to play. I'm the best driver here. I don't care. I know how to do this. So when we went, got to the very end of the day, I had a lovely day. I just, it was kind of like an excuse for a write-off of a day of work anyways. I go for the um, the audition on, on the thing and I pull up the, the jet ski towards the end to dock it. And as I go to dock them all, I dock mine and or I pull up to the front and the two other men, big men, go to dock theirs. First guy goes and he docks it perfectly. Next guy goes and he crashes the entire jet ski. He backs up, reverses it, crashes into the jet ski, into the dock, breaks the jet ski side. And then they're like, Alex, can you please dock the jet ski? And I was like, perfect. They had to give me the job. <laughs> I mean, that so is... I, yeah, so I ended up having it. It was a great job. I did it for three years. Three years. That is far more glamorous than when we were in a, what, loosely termed lads holiday in Zakynthos. And we took a pedalo out so far that we actually got stranded at sea and we had to have someone come and rescue us. Not yeah, quite the yeah, same it's as definitely a lot chasing. faster than that. It's a great job, but it's a very, it's a bizarre job. So it's kind of like a hidden talent that nobody ever knows that I can do. Like my husband didn't know that I could do it until this year in April. I was like, oh, I never told you that. It's my, <laughs> it's my one thing I like. <laughs> That's amazing. Also, you remind me of that Sakinthos story, Luke, that Coach Trip asked us to do Road to Zanti when it was moved to E4. They asked oh, me and you wicked. to... We, we, we loved Coach Trip, but then they changed to E4 and it was like really cool and down with the kids. <laughs> and if there's one thing we weren't at the time... <laughs> And still aren't now. Still it's cool and down with the kids. <laughs> so we absolutely refused that. Everything going wrong in Zanti. Yeah, <laughs> we, we applied for it when it was gentle and nice and sort of elderly yes. couples. We thought this would be fun. And yeah, and then it said, as soon as we went for a, for a chat at, at you know, the production company, they were like, yeah, we're changing it up. Everyone's going to be under 25. You're going to be going to beaches. And we were hearing montages of people taking their tops off, running around. And we were oh, like, no. It sounds a bit like Love Island. <laughs> yeah. We wanted to go and do like wine tasting in a vineyard with 75 year old Brenda you know yeah let me tell you something that's the most fun it's a really really busy like schedule you're actually there for 
you know, I was only really there for a week in reality, but the show itself that we did was three weeks long and you do two events a day. So you might spend like four hours doing, I don't know, paragliding or whatever it is. And then you get in the car for two hours and then you go for another four hours doing another event. So it, it's a long day. So if you had to be down with the kids, I can, you know, yeah. I can understand. We didn't want to have to pass the balloon we were between tired. knees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. You've been on a lot of TV shows. In your spare time, do you get to watch a lot of telly at all? I mean, you're always creating. So I'm surprised there's any free time at all for you. Oh, you know, what's so funny is watching TV and watching Netflix is actually how like Paul and I kind of wind down. We we always say that that's like our thing. Whenever we talk to like our friends that are couples, they're like, you two watch so much TV. And I'm like, no, we don't. We don't watch TV. But in reality, we totally do. We watch a lot of TV because it kind of, I think in a way, you know, as a content creator, it's inspiring. So you, you see something and then it kind of triggers something. So I keep a notebook by like the side of the bed and or I'll write down on my phone. I'll be like, oh my God, that gave me an idea for something that I should film. So I think it kind of, you know, we do accidentally watch a lot of TV. It's like the way that we kind of chill out. <laughs> That's what we say. Every time we're watching telly, we say it's for research. Yeah, we host a TV it's podcast. Just, it's research, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get on to it then. Congratulations, Alex Murphy Klein. No, thank you. You've won first time someone said the second out loud to you. That No, I love it. it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Alex Murphy Klein. You've won a luxury weekend break to the idyllic city of Preston, where you'll be spending all your time in the finest twin bedroom Preston's Travel Lodge has to offer. It's common knowledge that there's little to do in Preston other than to sit in bed all day and watch television. We hope you have a pleasant stay. So, we are going to whisk you off to Preston for a weekend in the Travel Lodge, and we're going to give you uh, a very modern memory stick. And on that memory stick, you're going to have four TV shows, which you're going to watch on repeat throughout your entire weekend in Preston. There's a couple of bonus choices in there as well, but we'll get onto those a little bit later. The first Brilliant. TV show is a show that makes you think of your childhood. Ooh, that would be, I don't know if you guys even have it over here. Have you ever heard of Full House? Full house. The name Full rings house. a bell. What is this like a teen drama y oh. thing? No, it was the best show ever. It was called Full House and it was with John Stamos and I think it was Lori Laughlin or so I can't even remember her name, but like they're quite big actors, obviously now. Everyone knows who John Stamos is. And the Olsen twins, um, Ashley and Mary Kate Olsen, they were babies. They started as like little, I think, infants on the show, and then they grew into their role and they needed twins to play the role of this one little girl named Michelle and it was about a family that essentially um the father had been widowed and he had three young girls and the whole family the uncles the friends everybody takes care of them they all lived in one big house and it was the best <laughs> great. Um, I was listening to everything you said there but you said uh, <laughs> Ashley and Mary Kate and I've never heard anyone say it in that order it's like oh, saying did, pepper and salt. I? I've never, ever, ever heard them reversed before, ever. But I was. I listening. did. I think because I think, I think I feel like Ashley played more of the role, so I think that's why I said it. Because it'd always be like Ashley Olsen. Actually, to be fair, I think it said when this the you know the trailer like flows through and has everyone's names. I think it says Ashley Olsen first. Top billing. Alphabetically, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But if you go and you watch it, you'll be like, oh "That's my God. sunk into your That's brain subconsciously." It. Maybe that somehow has. it's in there. <laughs> so, is this a, a sitcom? Is it like a? I imagine. I imagine it's some yeah. sort of sitcom, and it's it's like twenty minute episodes, really fast paced kind of thing. 
Yeah, it was like an after school thing. And I remember, um, obviously, I was skating after school. So they would play it at like 3pm or something. And then they would play it again at like 7. And I would watch like the same, like if you miss the 3pm when you'd watch the same episode again at 7 or whatever it was, was like, but they would be like 25 minute sitcoms, it had the canned laughter, you know, like, <laughs> with people on the like the laughing in the background, and it wasn't in front of a studio. But it was just such a great show. Like I even considered Paul and I even considered our first dance song potentially being from Full House from John Stamos. <laughs> wow, that would have been, would have been We thought about it. I was like, do you like this one? And I was like, it's a little bit weird though, actually. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch a lot of TV after school? Would you, would, you, would you come back and immediately switch on the telly? Or did you have a load of clubs to do first? No, because I skated. So I literally left school immediately after, after school or even was dismissed from school early to skate. They allowed me to skate because it was, you know, my career. They knew it was going to be eventually. Um, and then I played soccer. I played basketball, well, football, sorry, and basketball. And um, yeah, I just did tons of clubs and tons of sports and tons of homework. But this was like a guilty pleasure one. And it, they would they would play them on repeat on the weekends too. So I think I've pretty much seen every episode of Full House. <laughs> wow. Do you just find it warm and comforting? Have you been able to revisit it as an adult at all or not? Oh, yeah. I think it's like one of the best things ever. I don't even know what, what it would be on, but I know that they came out with like recently, um, maybe a year or two ago, a new series called Fuller House, and it was the daughter's version of it. So it was like the daughter, DJ Tanner, like, I don't know, and her kid. So it was called Fuller House, and they would like make their extra like, you know, cameos coming back in. And I'm like, I love it. I'm all about it. <laughs> That's like when re reboots go on for years and years. You've yeah. got Fuller House, and you have Fullest House. Yes, and then exactly. Have two full. It's going to keep going and going and going <laughs> exactly. every time. There's a lot of money to be made, isn't there, in these reboots, like the new Fresh Prince oh, and all these things. Exactly. Good way. It was like that. Yeah. Nostalgia yeah. Is, is a very powerful tool, isn't it? It makes, oh, makes you best. buy subscriptions to channels you don't think you need. <laughs> exactly. That's. I think that's why we have a Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> was your skating routine around school, just on a quick tangent, incredibly tough? Because obviously you were skating from a young age. I think you've said before, since you were in diapers. Is that is that almost yeah. literal? Yeah, li literally, I was on the ice at one in 10 months. So my mom is a skating coach. And that was like it. She just went, this will be daycare. This is like nursery. So she would take me to the rink and um, just let me like meander my way around. <laughs> um, and then as time went on, obviously, like I started to really like it and started to ask for lessons. And I think by the time I hit like seven, I asked if I could have a, a, you know, like a private lesson, like a one-on-one -on -one lesson, but not with my mom. I wanted it with an actual, like I kept saying an actual coach. My mom is a coach. She's been coaching for like 60 years. Like she's been doing it forever, but I wanted it to be somebody that wasn't my mom. And so that's when they kind of realized I wanted to take it seriously. And they ended up sending me into the skating club of Boston, which is a really prestigious skating, um, kind of skating school, like skating club. Um, and I would actually get dismissed like from, I think, age like nine or eight or nine, um, once every other week during my lunch break, like your school lunches in your gym class. And I would get taken out and I would have a, a, like a dedicated lesson with this really great coach. And then as time went on, that coach became my coach permanently. And I would go there every single day, like 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. or sometimes even later, come back home, do my homework in the car and then do the next thing. Gosh, how did you know that that was what you wanted to do? Were you enjoying it all the time? Because it must have been quite tough as well. You know, I don't even know if I knew it was going to be something I would do forever. It, it was definitely something that I knew I loved. And I knew, I actually knew I loved when the show season was around, that I wanted to be in shows. I wanted to perform. I wanted to be 
you know, in the sparkly dresses, I wasn't super keen on, like, I loved competing. I loved the day of the competition, but I was nervous a lot. You know, as a child, you just kind of grow up with like, you know, you're doing a solo sport. There's no one to fall back on. So my parents actually kept me in team sports as well. They kept me in football and in in basketball so that I knew how to work with the team. But I was like, no, nah, I just wanted to be in control. So, so I was like, I think this is skating is my thing. And, you know, as you get better at something too, I think that's when you start to realize you you love it more because you're getting good at it. I don't think I ever knew that it would be a career that would last for as long as it did for me. I went on a whim and decided to apply for Disney on Ice because my one of my coaches told me to and ended up getting the spot. And then, you know, that's all she wrote. Then here I am however many years later. <laughs> wow, that's a pretty packed schedule for a child. So eventually yeah. when you do get to unwind, it was full house in the oh, uh, yeah. Murphy household. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's move on then to your second TV show. And this is a TV show that gets you laughing. Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite TV show, I think, well, my favorite show to laugh at is definitely The Office, the American version. Knew this was coming. Ah, Did you know this? We guessed this. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Everyone chooses The American Office. Do they? It's it's like we say it every episode and so many people choose it. You're kidding. Amazing. I mean, everyone chooses it. See, it's, I feel like nobody knows about it because anytime I say to one of my friends, I'm like, oh my God, like, have you seen The Office? They're like, no. Like a lot of my friends around here have had to convince and some of them don't get it. Like they don't understand the humor of it. So I've got a couple of friends, like I tried to convince my neighbor. I was like, please watch The Office. And he was like, I just, I watched the first like three episodes and I just don't find it funny. I'm like, I think it is comedic genius. I think it's the most genius thing that's ever been written. It's such dry humor. It's so good. And obviously Steve Carell's incredible. <laughs> Safe to assume then you've watched the entire of the US office from start to finish, I imagine multiple times. So I started, the first time I saw the office was actually during COVID because Paul got me onto it. Paul was like, you really need to just watch the office when you're at home. They're 30 minute episodes, do it. I watched the the first season straight through, or sorry, the first, you know, all of the first time straight through and absolutely loved it. And then kind of was like, I feel like I need to go back and watch it again because I feel like I, like it just felt so long. Um, and then we now watch it every day. So I'm, I'm not even kidding you. It's on every single day. Every time I cook dinner, it's on. It's on in the background. So Paul and I just have it on like a cycle on Netflix. So I think, I mean, today, if I went and clicked on it, it'd probably be like, you know, season six for like the fifth time. <laughs> we always talk about the outtakes of the office us i don't know if you've ever seen them online but sometimes they're so much funnier than the show itself just like the fun that they're having on that set it feels like it's one of those shows where they're having genuine fun on set rather than just having to rattle through it for no reason whatsoever which is why i feel like people really love it as a show as that yeah. cast love uh, like love what they do on it yeah, I think the bloopers are hilarious. If you ever watch, I mean, that's on our YouTube searches too. It'll be like office bloopers and it's like four hours of office bloopers that they just cut into. Um, but it's, I think the reason, another reason why that show is so cool is because it was almost filmed like vloggy. Like it was almost, you know, obviously what I do, again, I, I like to think it's research. It's like research for what we're doing. I, I'm trying to do vlog content, creative content, comedy content. And you look at it and you see how they filmed it and how it's shaky or how it's all in one take. And I find the filming of it fascinating because back in the day when they were, I mean, not back in the day, it was what, maybe 2012-ish time? I don't know when it came out. 
that wasn't really happening. Like we weren't seeing mockumentaries or vlogging or things like that. We were seeing, you know, comedy shows, but a lot of sitcoms. And so it was completely different. And that's why I think a lot of people don't really understand it. Like if they say they can't get it, they don't find it funny. It's because maybe they don't understand the concept of this vloggy documentary type style, but that's what I do for a job now. So I'm like, I love watching it. <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, in the UK, since the UK office came out, sort of 2000-ish, mockumentaries were everywhere for 10 years. And then when The Office in America came out, mockumentaries were everywhere in America for about 10 years. So that, that is yeah. kind of fascinating. Um, is there an episode or something you can tell us that is we have not yet heard about The Office US? Because it has come up so many times. We need oh, you bet. to give us a unique insight or something that has occurred that we won't have heard yet so it can't be you know the fire alarm going off and steve carell doing the whole don't panic it can't be one of the famous ones no what i mean reckon? obviously one of the most famous scenes that is one of the best scenes i think is the the wedding like do you know the wedding with the you know the they saw it on a youtube video and then it was they did forever the whole dance we obviously played that at our wedding me and of paul course. were like we were like this close to having the office be like our walkout song we, we loved it um, but this is actually really, how inappropriate can I be? <laughs> as much as you like. Have you seen, there's a, there's a scene that I didn't get this joke until, um, I watched it probably like 15 times and Paul had to stop it cause we had missed it. We like, it, there's so many funny jokes in it that you skip and you miss. There is this scene where Oscar is throwing or, or Steve Carell is throwing boxes to Erin, the new girl. And he's throwing boxes and he's singing. Like he always has like these random jingles that he sings. And he says something like, I've got a big box. Yes, I do. I've got a big box. How about you? And he says it. And then he chucks it to Erin. And she says, I've got a big box. Yes, I do. I've got a big box. How about you? And she, she chucks it to Oscar. And Oscar just has one line and it's so quick. And he goes, I don't think you know what you're saying. So that is like an ongoing joke with me and Paul. We always, anytime somebody says something like maybe borderline inappropriate, we'll be like, I don't think you know what you're saying. And it's just, we missed it. And we were like bellied laughing for like three days after we were like, how did we miss that? We've seen that episode about 15 times. How do we miss that joke? I'm sorry, Alex. Like, that's too inappropriate for this. You're, yeah. you're cancelled and we're going to end the Zoom. You're now. getting cut off. You're getting cut off. It's one of the funniest jokes in the whole thing. You're like, oh my God, how did I miss it? <laughs> That's a good one. So, I bet no one's picked that one. No, they haven't. They really haven't. <laughs> Fair play to you. You've you, you lived up to this. I went in. I don't care. Well, I, it's it's not my line. I didn't create it. It's just a, it's one of the funniest lines in probably the whole series, and nobody nobody like picks up on it, and we missed it. So you know, I'm just being honest. Go back and quote. I'll find the episode for you. <laughs> Let's move on then to your first bonus choice. And this is the okay. TV personality that you're going to take with you to Preston for the weekend to watch these shows with on repeat. Who are you going to be bringing with you? Oh, I mean, can I pick my husband? Am I allowed to pick him? You absolutely can pick your husband. I oh, think boring. I'd pick him. <laughs> I know it's a bit boring, but I would be like I'd pick him because Woody and Kleine, they're entertaining. And I mean, I don't think, do I have to pick Woody too? Or can it just be Paul? No, you, 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 <laughs> you can just, you can just take your husband. I think that's You can take one. Yeah. Take Woody. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I think I would just take my husband and then we could have like a lovely, yeah, a nice little Preston getaway. <laughs> of all the but places I, you've probably been together, Preston Travelodge, I imagine, is going to be one of the more fruitier options that oh, you've yeah. ever been. 
Definitely a highlight. <laughs> just to press you, not trying to split you guys up, just trying to say if it if wasn't I had him, to. If, it, if you had to do someone else, who who would be in your thinking? Just to hmm. sound it out. Someone who I would, a TV personality that I would love. It's really hard. You can because... pick a character if you want. They don't have oh. to be a real person. They can be a fictitious creation from a show. Ooh, this I, is really I didn't hard. I did the office again. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to take anyone from the office. I'm trying to think of who I would, I would pick. See, I think if I had to spend a whole weekend on somebody, it would need to like come out of that learning something. So it would have to be like someone that could teach you something or that you were impressed by or... You know, actually, you know who I would pick? And she's actually a good friend of mine, and she's doing super well right now. And she's on this morning. Um, Josie Gibson. Oh, yeah, we love so Josie. Josie's incredible, and she's done so well. And she is, to be honest, I have sat in a room with her and shared the same bed as, as her and watched TV and, and hung out with her, and she's a great time doing that too. But she is, if you think of a TV personality that you'd want to spend all that time with, I, it would be Josie. Now that you say that, I'm that's... like, that's a good idea. That's a wicked shout. She's down to earth. She's funny. Yeah. She's chatty. She's bubbly. Wicked shout, Alex. Yeah. But yeah, it's she's not going to be her. It's going to be your husband. It's going to be Paul, I think. First Paul, then I'd pick Josie because she is a blast. <laughs> if we get a family room, Josie's coming with you as well. She can come. She loves Paul too. She'd be fine. She'd be like, you will all hang. She can bring Reg. It'll be great. You and Paul are in the bed together. And you know, sometimes when you go to hotels, you get the little small child one that comes out the from car. the bottom. Yeah. yeah. She, she's in that. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. The sort of futon thing that you can throw a blanket over. Yeah. The oh, one, yeah. The one we normally put you on if we get yeah. given a room. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what we do. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's move on then to your third TV show. And this okay. is a TV show that gets you sweating, gets you on the edge of your seat, gets your blood pumping. Ooh. Um, it's hard because it, like, it depends on which type. So... Recently, I just watched um, Fool Me Once. Did you guys see that? Has that been said? I'm so sure he's said a bunch of times. <laughs> he's, he's seen it. I haven't seen it yet. I'm furious with it. I, I you don't, can't, I you can't don't like stand it. it. I, no, I really, really? Love, I love all the previous Harlan Cobans. Like, yeah. I, I think they're fantastic. Safe and all the rest of them, yeah. yeah. This one just made me angry. The plot, really? The plot holes, the way that there was a twist at the end, but I, I felt cheated. It makes me angry, that one. You might have to watch Does it now. I, I think I'll have to watch it to adjudicate. Yeah. It's good. I have to say it is good. It's really good. And and oh. right now Netflix is coming out with like really good movies. And there's a lot of really good movies, but not TV that have made me sweat. But I don't, have you seen Saltburn? Yes, we have. Yes, I know it's not TV. I know it's a movie, but that is that like gave me anxiety. And also, um, leave the world behind. Haven't seen that yet. Is that mm. the new um, uh, Julia Roberts? Yes. Haven't Let me that. tell you something. It will freak you out. It gave me, and the ending was ridiculous. Yeah, it's it will freak you out. So, I mean, those are films, but. They're on Netflix, so it feels like they're TV, doesn't it? Yeah, it's all sat watching something or other, isn't yeah. it? With a few sweets. <laughs> and TV shows are just films broken up, aren't they? Yeah. You know, let's be Exactly. Honest. It's just a seven-hour movie. So are you going for Fool Me Once as your TV show? Oh, one that makes me sweat. I think currently I would say Fool Me Once because there was I had to keep watching it and I had to keep checking it out. 
this is true. I will agree with you on that yeah. one. I, I literally finished it last night. I did uh, five episodes in one day and then three the following day, which is quite rare for me because it's quite yeah. rare we get the time to do that. But I did I watch I know, those. but a good binge. Yeah. A good binge is nice, isn't it? Me and my girlfriend watched them on uh, on FaceTime together, but watched it at the same time. And Oh, I love that. Yeah. It do was... they have Wi-Fi in Belmarsh? <laughs> What did you say? British, British reference, prison. <laughs> no. uh, and we were, we were, we weren't really talking throughout it, which is a good sign. It also a sign the relationship's dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got all that to come in the marriage. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, we don't speak to each other after like eight p.m. We're like, is is the TV on now? Are we good? Can we leave each other alone now? But it it was watchable, just because I didn't necessarily agree with where the story went. It was yeah. very watchable, which I suppose is absolutely the idea of why they're creating it, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. It was good. And I thought Michelle Keegan was good. And I don't really know much about Michelle Keegan. Hadn't seen her really anywhere. And I just thought I was like, good for her. Like, she seems like she's like made her career like this. This thing has made her career. She's all of a sudden everywhere. So I was like, good for her. She was very good in it. Actually, I thought all the acting in it was was rather good. Yeah. You know, no one was really letting the side down in terms of acting in it. You know, you'll see like Joanna Lumley plays the kind of character she normally plays. Michelle Keegan, a bit like in Our Girl. She played a character who was in the military, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, you know, you know, in a, a different situation without giving yeah. anything away. But it, it was very watchable. So I, I do. I think I do that they're going to make Michelle that. Keegan the new, um, what's her name? Vicky, is it Vicky McClure? Yes. I yes. think that they're going to like, make her the next Vicky McClure. That's a really good show. Does that make sense? That's a You've really heard it here show. first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, you'll be like, oh my God, she's doing all the Vicky McClure roles. <laughs> it, it, it's the three, isn't it? It's her, Vicky McClure and Saran Jones. Yes. They're like the, the, the drama triangle. Yep. And so get- hopefully, I hope that she gets all those spots because she. I thought she did really well. They've got a channel each, really haven't good. they? A TV channel each. Saran yeah. Jones is on BBC. <laughs> Vicky's got ITV. And then Michelle's going to get all the streaming ones now, isn't she? On Netflix, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on then to your last TV show. And this is your free hit. This is the show that you couldn't live without. Oh, the TV show I couldn't live without. Oh, it's hard because I kind of feel like it's partially The Office. But... I'll stay away from the office because you've asked me. You've got that there. anyway. You've got that in the <laughs> yeah. bag. So that's fine. Oh, I've got this. Okay. So what the last one to go on my thing. Oh, gosh. It's really hard. Okay. I know. It's between two. It's either suits. Oh, my gosh. The, balloons. So- <laughs> the listener, a load of balloons just went up on the Sorry. screen. It's great. I don't know what it is with my hands. It's like. Do the sign two again. Things. Do the peace sign again. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. It's that that triggers so the So weird. What are we doing with Zoom? What has Zoom got going on with us right now? Who at oh Zoom God. HQ went, we simply must have nine balloons released. A peace sign, be balloons, yeah. Um, so my two options, I'm going to keep refrain from that. Um, I think my two, it would be between Schitt's Creek, which I love, and it's really easy to watch. I thought it was a great series. We actually, like, half of our wedding music was from Schitt's Creek. We did an all black wedding like Schitt's Creek. Like we, we love Schitt's Creek. We, it was just a great series or Suits. If you want something more dramatic, Suits is, um, these were all shows that I really watched during COVID as well, where you like stuck inside and Suits kept me going for a really long time because you figured so many long episodes. If you needed something that you had to watch and you needed to stay into it. Um, but actually currently I'm, I just started Shameless. Is this the U- the US version? Yeah, yeah. Mm. That- I didn't know there was a UK one until today. 
are they significantly different from what you know? Because obviously the the UK shameless is is known for being so like I'm not sure quite the word I mean just literally the slums of, like of England, you know that yeah. kind of you know poor living. Is the US yeah. office exactly the same as that? Yeah, they say I think slum. Uh, it's not. We wouldn't call it slums. We would call it like the projects. I think that's what they refer to it in the show. I think they call it the projects of I think it's Chicago. Um, and I've only watched really the first episode. We started it last night. And it's it's sad. It's actually really quite sad, but it was hilarious. There were so many funny bits in it. And a lot of people have said, you know, once you if you start watching the American one, watch the American one, but also watch the British one because it's supposed to be brilliant. I think the British one came out first. Yeah, I think the British one is quite bleak. I think sort of social realism yeah, is kind of yeah. what you're looking for. A bit, yeah. this is England, quite gritty. Yeah, this, it's very gritty for America too. I was a little bit like, oh, wow, okay. But um, I think that it's very similar to the British one, but I'd be interested to see how different or identical it is, to be honest. Yeah, so you did Shit's Creek as well, sort of during lockdown, because yeah. that was a fun so one. So we had a, a choreographer called Philip Joel on the show who watched Shit's Creek and used it as his laughing choice. And I'd never heard of it, and I'd watched it. And now I'm the first to admit I'm not a massive fan of all US sitcoms. I can take them or leave them. But this one I thought was so beautiful, so mm. funny, so unexpected. It was a story I hadn't really seen before. And sometimes mm-hmm. they're quite predictable or they're job based or they're, they're set in a certain house. But this was so wonderful uh, and so beautiful. And I love Shit's Creek. Have you, have you watched it yet, Luke? I still haven't. I still haven't. Oh, you need to. It's brilliant. And it was written by um, Daniel Levy. Because mm. um, obviously, like when I watch a series, I get like infatuated with like who wrote it? How did they do? You know, whatever. So Daniel Levy and Eugene Levy, there, Eugene Levy was in every like American pie. I grew up watching him in, in movies and stuff as a kid. And also the woman that plays Moira, oh, what's her what I can't remember the woman, the actress's name. She's from Home she Alone, was in, isn't she? She's from Home Alone. Yeah, like she's, she's Catherine huge. O'Hara, I believe. Ka- yeah, Catherine O'Hara. She's huge. So the cast is unbelievable, but essentially it was shot in Toronto. They're Canadian and they decided to shoot it. Um and essentially just kind of it was his this his son's first like series that he wrote and he loved it and it did so well and he's like but dad you have to play my dad in it so they are real father and son so you can really see like they have a great relationship and and obviously the casting on it is just so perfect it's it starts off and you're like oh god no way like this feels a little bit dramatic but as it goes on it's quite a beautiful series like you said it's quite like all these hidden meanings to it and you know, lots of like positive that you can take from it, but also really funny, like extremely funny. So I, I love that one too. That's a hard one to not have. <laughs> Eugene Levy is an absolute icon. He's got some He's of the best legend. eyebrows in the business, hasn't he? He's oh, so yeah. good in American Pie as well. Um, as for Suits, why is that uh, such a big positive for you? We haven't seen Suits. Obviously, Meghan Markle made it even more famous, you know, considering what she's got on to do. I don't know if you've heard of her. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that suits. That's really, really supposed to be quite good, though, isn't it? Suits is really good because uh, the storyline's great. Uh, the idea, like, I like things like lawyers. I also I also love, like, a murder series, <laughs> things like that, that'll really keep you paying attention. But every episode, as it goes on to each episode, they're all kind of... Um, they're mostly intertwined, but you also could watch an episode kind of from scratch and there's kind of a new series. And it's it's about like the legal system. It's about how much money lawyers in the in the US make. It's about a kid who essentially is so intelligent but didn't have wasn't given the opportunity to be able to go to like a, a Harvard School of Law or things like that. So it's a good storyline. And then to be fair, Meghan Markle's okay in it. I don't I wouldn't say she's like unbelievable. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think that she was incredible 
But um, I wouldn't say she's that bad either. You forget that she's Meghan Markle. There's a moment in there that you're like, oh, for real? Like you, you think that she is the character for a while. Yeah, I don't think Harry married her for her acting ability. Otherwise, you'd have gone for yeah. Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he married her for that. But she looks very beautiful in the series. <laughs> so Suits, Shameless US, Shits Creek. Which show are you going to be taking with you? Three shows you love one that you couldn't live without of those three? Well, if I'm going away for the weekend, I've not seen Shameless yet, so I think I'd pick Shameless. That's a risk, because what if you don't like it past episode three? Then it looks like I'm watching The Office again. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we we forgot you've got to watch these shows. You could just not watch them, can't you? You've hacked the system. You found a loophole. Fair play to you. Get it out. What else are you going to do with your husband and nothing to watch? Oh, exactly. Okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Josie Gibson in the corner watching, twiddling her thumbs. <laughs> Little blindfold on. Yeah, and yeah. napkin in her mouth. <laughs> she doesn't have to be gagged, of course. But... Oh, God. She's got the two sugar capsules that you get when you're in the travel lodge, stuck them in her ears. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to your last choice. And this is your second bonus choice. This is okay. the food or snack supply item. It's all you can eat and it's all you can eat throughout the entire weekend. Okay. So my favorite food like of all time is chocolate chip ice cream. It always has been. It's been like literally since I was a little girl. There's a brand in the States called Brigham's and it's like a Boston brand and it's my favorite one. <laughs> and it comes in like a little blue carton and it's delicious. So I would I would literally live off of ice cream the entire weekend happily. Now this this is music to my ears. I love yeah. ice cream. It's my it's, favorite. It's what I call a smile food. And there, <sighs> there's two of them. It's ice cream and sushi for me personally. But oh. you put ice cream in your mouth and just watch someone the next time they eat it. The, just the first bite they always give a smile or at least a half smile and it happens every time and that's why I love it. Smile food. I agree. I think it is a smile food. I think you're right. It just makes you feel good and I love it. I could literally eat a carton of ice cream by myself. So yeah, can that's you remember, on my list. Can you remember the very first time mm. you ever had that Brigham's ice cream? How old were you and where were you? So I can't remember this, but my mom actually does tell a funny story about it. So there's this place called no, that's Friendly's. That's all right, Alex. we get her on next week. No problem. Yeah, we'll get Linda on next time, yeah. There's this place called Friendly's in um, Boston. I don't even know if they're open anymore. It was called Friendly's. And I was, I think I was like two. Um, and there was, they used to do these things called like, I don't know, like, smiley cones or something stupid like that right and it was a like a clown they basically put a scoop of ice cream a cone on top of it m&ms for the eyes and then on the side of it it had like two so it looks like a clown on the side of it had whipped cream on it and my mom always says that like she took me in there for like my first ice cream like a vanilla ice cream sundae whatever it was brigham's kids sundae and i went in and i ate it from like it had one of those long bowls like you know the bowls that are like um like a banana boat bowl type of thing right and that it was that type of place and she said I went in and I was like this is the best thing I've ever eaten she said you were you were the best mommy in the whole world I kept telling her how much I loved her and it was because I ate the ice cream and I thought it was the best thing in the whole planet so oh. she always says yeah you used to say you're the best mommy in the whole world mom I love you so much best mommy <laughs> in the whole world but I don't it. want you to coach me ice skating yeah but you can't coach me that. ice skating but you can bring me for Brigham's ice cream whenever you want <laughs> So it's a chocolate chip ice cream. What is the flavor of the ice cream? Is this vanilla or is that vanilla. chocolate as well? Vanilla, pure. Is this a creamy vanilla? 
is this mm-hmm. a kind of shot so it was a real creamy vanilla with the chocolate chips in it what kind of mm-hmm. chocolate chips are we talking are they like hershey's little uh teardrops or are they like little squares no they're like little squares brigham's have like these little square ones but there's like the perfect amount of them there's like not too much not too little they're the perfect amount and they're like thin what's the perfect amount I don't know. Brigham's nose. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, recently, and just before we recorded with you, we had a little pot of um, ice cream each. I've been putting into Haagen-Dazs, which is my favourite ice cream brand, oh. the Ben & Jerry's cookie dough. And you can get a packet of the cookie doughs and sprinkle that on the top. And it's the best of both worlds, that. Wait, you can buy a packet of Ben & Jerry's cookie dough, just the dough, not the ice cream? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get a pouch of it, whack it in the Where? freezer. I think it's just Tesco. Tell you what, Alex, you give what? him a shout out, then we'll get him to sponsor this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let me let me know where, because I'm desperate for that. I do I do love uh, cookie dough ice cream as well. It's amazing. You just get a pouch of it. You can sprinkle it wherever. And it's just like the little balls of cookie dough that you get. You can put in the microwave, do whatever you like with them. Air fry. I it. love that. I really enjoyed your chef's creation. Yeah, I thought it was delicious. Um, I'm going to have to look into that now. Did you turn your nose up at haagen there? Do you not like haagen Or you were just, you're very, you're a very expressionful person. Mm. I just feel like it's overrated. Ooh. It's a fool me once I mean, scenario again. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it feels yeah, it feels a little overrated. I'm like Hagen does, it's great, but it's it feels a bit overrated. I do like like have you ever heard of Halo Top ice cream? No. It's like you can eat an entire carton and it's got like 300 calories in it. It's good for like you know you're trying not to eat a carton of ice cream every night, um, but you want to. So it's called Halo Top and it's like protein ice cream and it is actually really good. And they have it here in the UK. You guys have it. That's how I found it. Actually, it was over here in the UK. Halo top. Halo yeah, top. Try it. What sort of shop? And they have a cookie go? dough one. It's amazing. It's in, in like Tesco or Sainsbury's. There we go. Yeah, I try go, it out. You I can go eat... to Tesco and Sainsbury's. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I met my girlfriend, the Sainsbury's checkout. A little bit no, of a deal story. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, you didn't. She asked if you had a nectar card and he said no, but no, can yeah. I get your number? <laughs> no way. Is that true? Yeah, th- we met 10 years ago. We were both working on the Sainsbury's checkout and then, you know, oh. revisited 10 years, 10, 15 years later. But yeah, that was slightly different origin story to yours there it wasn't quite I the NTAs. love that though that's a great story i know common beginnings isn't it it's sweet <laughs> it's humble it's <laughs> humble you <Yeah>. know <laughs> as customers are buying sweets and cigarettes <laughs> i'm one of the people <laughs> talking of sweets alex we were very mm. very jealous to see you strut around haribo world Ooh. sometime last year on your I instagram did. that looked unbelievable i mean right in thinking it was the uk's largest ball pit seven hundred and fifty thousand balls Yes, it was so cool. They invited me to go down and to literally jump in the ball pit. And it was a blast. I had the best day ever. Incredible. Jealous in every single way. <laughs> I was like, great. what a job, right? I was like, this is fantastic. Now, you're not on commission anymore, so you don't have to say. But do you actually like Haribo Star Mix, like the little packet? I do. So I'm not really a super sweets person. Like, I'm not a... um like a gummy person. I've always been like a chocolate kid. Like, you know how like some people love, I love M&Ms. You guys have Smarties here. They're not the same, but I, I like the M&Ms, the chocolate ones. Um, but I've never really been a sweet person until I, I had Haribo. And I like the fizzies, like the fizzy Coca-Colas. Yeah, Tang Fastics. so good. Tang Fastics, yes, yeah. that's what they're called. I actually that day went home with an entire thing of Tang Fastics oh. because those I think are my favorite. They're like a better version of the U.S. Sour Patch Kids. Oh, I love a Sour Patch Kids. The They're not as good as Tank well. Fastix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love Tank Fastix. So we yeah. are going to whisk you off to Preston for the weekend and you're going to take with you a TV show that makes you think of your childhood. That is Full House, a TV show that gets you laughing. That is The Office U.S., 
You're going to be Yawn. taking. <laughs> you're going to be taking. Predictable. <laughs> I'm sorry we had to go at you about that. If you were the first, we'd have been all sweet and saying, "Oh, why do you like it so much?" <laughs> but I, I hope you guys have watched it then. If everybody's saying how good it is, look, we're going to get round to it. It's on. <laughs> it's on the list. Okay, Alex. <laughs> you're going to take your husband with you uh, yeah. to your travel lodge. Very sweet. Give that a year or two, and it will be definitely Josie Gibson. Hundred <laughs> percent. You'll change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we do the resurrection version of this, <laughs> uh, you're going to be taking a TV show that gets you sweating. That is Fool Me Once. Won't be fooling me again. And you're nah. going to be taking your free hits. That is Shameless, the US version. And your unlimited food or snack supply item is Brigham's chocolate chip ice cream. And you can eat as much of that as you like. Does that sound like a good weekend to you? It, it sounds like a dream weekend. Do you know what? I'm not against that list. Well, you're against some of it quite strongly, actually. No, because I have watched. I have watched for me once, so I would like to watch it again. And it's a good list. Yeah, Do you it, think it's a good list? I yeah. think it is a good list. I think it's a it's a it's a pretty mainstream list, but that's not a bad thing. I, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But it's it's a sh- it, lot of shows that a lot of people like. And I think you're making yeah. a lot of people happy with that list. I've not spent a weekend... Comfort with, shows. Yeah. I've not spent time with your husband, so I don't know whether he is a good guest, but I'll take your yeah. word for it. Um, I think that sounds great. Thank you very much, Alex, and enjoy Aww, your weekend in Preston. thank you, guys. <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Alex Murphy on You Have Been Watching with Luke and Elliot. What a absolute delight of a human. She was a pleasure. She had a face full of expression, which I know the listener can't mm-hmm. see, but we could. She was animated. She was bubbly. She was friendly. She was lovely. Fantastic stories. And what a life she's lived as well. Fascinating. Thank you very much to Alex there. Uh, as we predicted, a lot of US shows. And... The US office is back. The fucking US office. Oh, God, man. I'm sick of it. People love it, though. It is a show that people do adore. But my God, I said before in the intro, if we hear the US office again, I'm walking. This is the last episode for me, Luke. (laughs) This is me done. Oh, and the worst thing about it, we're going to have to bloody watch it now. (laughs) I know. I've seen so many clips that I feel like I've seen so many episodes. I must have seen five hours worth of footage from the US office. But if you were to tell me I've got to do another 25, I I I I I think I'd rather be incarcerated. (laughs) You got a sheep. <laughs> no, you fooled me once, fooled me twice. You weren't having that. Good for you, sticking to your guns. You yep. were bitching about it to uh, me the other day. So good for you for telling her where to stick it on the podcast as well. Yeah, exactly, I exactly. I didn't so, tell her where to stick it. I, I, we had a, a no, rational. You, you did. No, we had a rational human debate about it. You did, you did, and she loved it. Exactly. It's nice to tease. It's about the guest. It's about the guest. It's all about the guest. So that was really enjoyable. Um, if you think Alex is great like we do, you can check out her social media. She is almurf 18 on Instagram, on X, on TikTok. She is very, very active because that is, of course, her job, her occupation. It is indeed. I don't know how she finds the time to do it. My word, but we're grateful that she found the time to chat to us. We are on Instagram at Luke and Elliot Comedy, and we are on TikTok at Luke and Elliot. We might stick things up there. We're getting into it. We're getting into it. We're getting it. into it, but you won't find us um, doing quite as many videos as her. Mm. Um, her entire wedding was splashed yes. across OK Magazine. Other magazines are available. Yes, uh, Doctor Who magazine is a great one. That's a good one. <laughs> 
I haven't bought that for years. Which magazine? Did you used to buy any other TV magazines? Because I used to get a Radio Times subscription and a Doctor Who magazine subscription. That That's when I was like seven, eight. I think you used to get the stage as well. I did get the stage newspaper and I also got uh, Scooby-Doo Adventures. <laughs> I think I was given, what are you a, laughing sort of, for? I was given <laughs> a sort of kids TV and stage thing. Yeah, you couldn't hack the adult ones, no, could you? No. Too many words. And I bet you didn't read it. Yeah, and now my lexical choice is through the roof. <laughs> so it worked out well for me. There's no way you read the stage cover to cover once a fortnight. I gave it a good go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's us done for this week. We'll be back next week for another guest that we're going to whisk off to Preston to the Travel Lodge. What would your TV shows be if you were going to Preston? If you're listening on Spotify, you can tell us. Well, we don't see it, but we get sent it. We get sent some of them, which is nice. And uh, tell us what you would take. What's your free hit? I want to know this week what your free hit would be. And we will discuss them. Bye. Bye. <laughs>